This is the worst, guys. <laughs> but yeah, no. So you think about Johnny Dillinger? Johnny Dillinger, like, that wasn't far after, like, the West. You know, when, like, yeah. when, like the Cowboys died out and shit. Like, Johnny Dillinger was just a straight fucking... A fucking gangster that just... I mean, bro, he was just taking off on fucking vehicles that were souped up. And then just disappearing across state lines. And making them not able to follow. Like... Yeah. Get out of your jurisdiction. That's like, that's like cool. the birth of NASCAR. Dude, yeah. That's how NASCAR was born. Just ducking off to Indiana, too. <laughs> Didn't, doesn't John Dillinger have a house in Indiana? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did. Um, so, point, some people that we went to school with growing up. I think Al Capone had a house in like Lakeville. I won't say their name for incriminating reasons. Learn <laughs> that lesson. Um, but yeah, some people that we grew up with. Their grandma used to tell me about how John Dillinger like used to stay in a shed at their house. Yeah. Something either their grandma, or their mom, somebody in the family was telling me about it. But yeah, they used to stay in their shed. And I was like, ah, ah, well, yeah, random ass shed in South Bend. That'll work, I guess. Just fuck off real quick and not even like just right outside of Chicago. I did like I did definitely like Public Enemy, the movie that they had with mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Depp. It was not a bad, not a bad gig. I really something I really liked the idea of was the Red Dead Redemption series, mm-hmm. like because it's right at the end, like the death of the cowboy. It's Yeehaw Grand Theft Auto Dog. I yeah. played it, and I'm just like, this shit takes too long to get around. And I'm playing a fucking video game. So can you imagine, like, waiting on a fucking... Like, the first set of nudes, like, oh, she gonna send me a picture of her titties. <laughs> Beyond the fact how long you have to stand in front of a camera because the aperture... Like, all the shit with the flash of the aperture, bro, is, like, how you took pictures in fucking high school. Like, you have to stand there and hold that shit for a couple of minutes so that it gets the fucking right amount of light so they can capture the photo. Yeah, like, you had to be, like, scientific with it because you so also I, couldn't check it right away either. If I got a boot pick back when, back in, like, the Western times, I would know that bitch is cheating because who was sitting there standing there just standing, like, just staring at you for, like, five, ten minutes? Like, you just going to let a cameraman just do that? You freaky, freaky girl. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, those were the good old days everyone wants to harken back to. <laughs> I mean, but how many people would be prepared? I think about that a lot. Like, everybody's like, oh, fuck technology. I'll be like, bitch, have you ever not had technology? <laughs> like, think about that for right. a couple of minutes. <clears throat> because if, I, if you can't GPS, you might be fucked. If you can't start a fire, you might be fucked. Like, Oh, if I, if I had to <clears throat> even just go back to MapQuest, <laughs> like, I would be fucked. Yeah, that shit's... It's just not for the meek of heart. I know how to read a map. Like, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. My grandparents raised me. We used to have to drive to... Um, we used to have to drive to... Oh, shit. What's that place called? Tennessee a lot. Yeah. And, like, through the Natchez Trace, all that stuff. Like, it's kind of, like, crazy. My grandma would... Even after, like, cell phones, my grandma would still follow the map because she's a good passenger. You know, like, just a, a good... A good side seat, for sure. Yeah. And... Yeah, no, that shit's fucking difficult, but you could definitely figure it out if you're, I mean, if you just have you good, like, read a map, deducting skills. Yeah. Like, if you're able to sit and read a map, you're able to at least, well, it depends on what kind of map also. You take those, time to figure out, you know, like, just referencing, I guess. Yeah. But you have those, like, those topographic maps. Oh, no, fuck a topographic. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that shit. That shit might be a little bit difficult. Yeah, those are, those are not fun. That shit's like, I get it, but just looking at it fucks with my head because it's all those circles and they're listing yeah. the heights 
And it's like, I've got good, you know, I took a fucking geology class. I should be all right. But like I said, fuck <laughs> that shit. That shit. You're just like, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm cool. <laughs> like, is it low or is it high? Which one is it? Okay, well, that's a lot. It looked like a lot of uphill work. <laughs> I feel like going down. We should go that direction, I think. To find, find out that you fucked up and went the wrong way. <laughs> I have done that, but. Oh, no doubt. No doubt oh, for sure. Oh, man. But yeah, no. Being a fucking outlaw and being a criminal was so much easier in the past because of the just flat plane of, yeah. of information. Like, you don't get information as fast as you used to. Or sorry, as fast as, as you, you do, do now. now. Yeah. Yeah. Like the internet, and it's only going to get faster. Like once 5G kicks off, that shit will probably be pretty absurd. We'll see interesting like technology. Then we're going to see another huge spike in corona cases. Whatever. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, even if, even if it... Whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to figure probably, out... Like people... Human, that was probably one of my favorite conspiracy theories that's come, up, come out of this. Regardless of what happens, what, I think that I feel very... Um, not impervious to the information, but just like... Nothing really hits me because I do a lot of fact-checking, you know? Like, when I hear something, I'm like, ah, okay. If it makes sense, if I can make it make literal sense... And I was explaining this to somebody earlier, like... I, I was talking about the secret, and it was like, the secret is cool, and the concept of, like, if somebody just approached you off the street and was like, man, if you just tell the universe right now that I want a million dollars, you'd be like, fuck you, bro. Like, I don't believe that. Like, I could say that every single day, and I do believe in affirmation, but it's not just the, the, the wanting just thrown out there and just given yeah. without any general reference. I believe in science and mathematics and, and a lot of things that, you know, consistency. I know where consistency lies. If I drop a book off the side of this fucking table, it's going to make a sound, right? If it didn't, we would be fucking, like, we'd be shook. We'd be like, what the fuck just happened? We're in a fucking vacuum. But, like, you know that things consistently happen. So ultimately, because of that, why can't you operate and or maneuver a situation in the way that you need to? Why can't you, you know, find that success or find what you're... So, you talked about manipulating. Mm -hmm. Are you, are you being... Oh, manipulation is a bad word, bad word for like, it's more negative connotation than anything. Yeah, it it kind of sounds like you're Um, you're giving some credence to... Oh, no, 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 let me rebuke that. Use that big ass words. <laughs> Just the ability to leverage better. Yeah. Leveraging, leveraging. Okay. You're talking say. about yourself personally, not necessarily the world of at large, right? Well, or maybe a little bit of both. How does it relate to you? <sighs> well, when you're talking about the whole idea of like affirmation and stuff, it's kind of uh, you know you can do pretty much whatever you believe in, right? Um, so the more you give yourself positive words mm-hmm. of encouragement and things like that, then you're going to be more likely to have the feeling that you're going to able to take on a task or less discouraged when something doesn't go wrong. Or mm-hmm. if you look at failure as a, um, how do you, how do I say it? If you look at failure as not as a final end, but like a means to get to an end, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's kind of how I was also thinking that you that you meant when you're thinking at it honestly mark personal I, context i got high really fast on accident and uh <laughs> i forgot what i was saying like halfway through i just got onto a tangent but <laughs> i used that moment to, to let you really open up see that's the fucking speaker in me 
<laughs> That's what a communications no, degree will get I, you. <laughs> I believe in the in the general concept of like, all right, if I karma is cool with reasoning and purpose, right? Like uh, I do good things and good things happen to me. Not just that, you know? Like it's not just that. It's that if I do something good and I influence somebody in a certain way to look at me at this in this let's say managed image because that's what we're talking okay. about. We're leveraging an image. If I work with someone, I have an opportunity to say, Hey, like, oh so where'd you go to school at? And they'd be like, Oh, I went to Washington High School. I'd be like, That's fucking crazy. Because I did that. I did that. Yeah. And they'd be like, Cool, do you know this person? Yes. I'm this person. I know this story about this person. They go, I really love that person. I'd be like, a person is fucking swell. And you know what just happened? I could literally just ask you, like, so yeah. now you can't buy your phone from anybody else. Yeah. And that is a fucking thing that happens on a daily basis with people. Yeah. And they think it's like it's all a part of the joke, but it's fucking serious, bro. I'm like, but that is like, that's the leverage that I'm talking about in the direction of just like being able to leverage. You do good things, but what happens in that situation, using that leverage or that direction, is like, bro, that person is going to tell somebody else about me. Good things yeah. happen for me doing good things, yeah. you know? Like, because I really am, like, outside of all the other sales shit, like, I really am giving the honest truth and, like, trying to help people out and get from point A to point B. I'm not trying to rob them. Reference back to the fucking Westerns that we were talking about. Um, but, like, dude, like, it's just straight, like, you, it's a transaction. Well, it's, it's I get hard. paid, the company gets paid, you get paid, so ultimately, let's find out the triangle between everyone and not fuck up anybody's yeah. pockets, you know? Like, that's really about it's, it. It's really hard to fuck anyone up right now, just referencing how fast the information can go around anymore, too. Like, it is, you have to... It is with the particular, like, great power, uh, Great responsibility, like all that shit. Like, cell phones is definitely one of those things where, like, man, there's a lot of leverage. Yeah. People find leverage in different places, and because of that, leverage is is not always positive. It depends on the person that's operating, man. Like, yeah. people could do bad things, and the worst part is you're fucking with something that, if you work in in retail that involves cell phones, like if you fucking sell somebody a phone, if you really just straight out lie or just omit truth to the extent of like. people live paycheck to paycheck, bro. Yeah. You're putting them under. Like, you're not... Like, you're beginning the process (laughs) of a very steady downward spiral if they can't fucking get that shit right, Right. you know? Like, you you could really... Fuck with somebody by doing that. Yeah. By lying. Yeah. And that's, or even just omitting. Like, that's where, like, I always tell people, like, if you're gonna work at that kind of retail, bro, you have to be extremely, extremely consistent. Like, just not... Just... You have to be good. Like, you have to be good with people. You have to be honest. You have to yeah. be straight up with them. Otherwise, people know. Like, you can always you can always smell out of fucking salesman. You always know when somebody's about to try to sell you on something. Because their prep game is, is ridiculous. Like, yeah. you're going to love this. Bitch, you just told me what? I never tell anybody anything. Coming from where I'm from, I ask you. You know, yeah. I don't point at you. I ask you with my fucking yeah. hand extended flat out, you know. And if I'm going to tell you something, I'm going to point my hand down. I'm still not going to point you. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fuck that. So like it. People do that, though. Like, people come from different backgrounds where they're just like, oh, that's okay. Sorry yeah. to be, to just push you or tell you that's that what, your phone's what, trash. or like. That's or, what I always appreciated with, like, you were the last guy I bought my phone from. Um... Like both of you guys are both extremely honest with how how this works versus this one, or mm-hmm. what if I was looking at one thing, they're like, oh, well, this one does pretty much the same thing, and it's like two hundred dollars cheaper. Like, yeah, 
Like, you guys aren't trying to upsell me or anything. Granted, you guys are also my friends, so yeah. that helps, but... Yeah, the irony. Yeah. <laughs> right, I wish I really, really should have fucked you over, man. <laughs> nah, I'm surprised you didn't. It's that, it's that, that's the fucking line. And you can see it in a lot of people. You just watch... After you watch people for so long and you know the situation that they're going to come up with, like, you know that somebody's going to come into something. And this is the part where, like... I think that everything is generally calculable. Like, it's, it's the physics, the math of certain things. It's like, if people are given an opportunity and you put that line in front of them, you can watch them make the decision. You don't have to make a, you don't have to make a move on it. You can just watch them make the decision. Mm -hmm. Especially if, like, you know, like, if I want to manufacture a problem for my daughter so that she can figure out the situation, I have drawn all lines around here. You know, like, I, I have control over that situation. I can watch over it and at least watch her fuck up. Because mm -hmm. you... The opportunity that's given. Not that I'm looking for it often or not that I'm being going out of my way to do it, but like just being able to look at a situation and just let her fuck it and knowing that you're... I'm not going to say shit. I'm just going to fucking see how you respond so I know you. Mm -hmm. So that I understand the general perspective of you. you know? mm -hmm. As you should. I think that's good. Like something that... So these same perspectives is why I don't really believe in like... If you just say... Like, ask the universe for something. No, you have to mm -hmm. at least accept that there's a lot of, like, personal development yeah. and fine-tune things that you have to do to be able to, like, really just make it a habit. Like, do that shit every day. It's really hard to do that shit every day, so you have to literally do it every day until it's not hard. And it doesn't really get easy, but, like... It takes, what, 30 days for something to become a habit? Yeah. If you make it a part of your existence, or if you convince yourself and trick yourself into doing other things, the, the leverage on yourself, like... Shit, Tom Sawyer and stuff, and be like, man, I don't want to paint this wall, but it's like, man, but I do want to put up a big ass like TV in this corner, so let me paint this wall. Shit, like I'm gonna convince myself with something that I can fucking look forward mm -hmm. to, and that's it. Like, and then once you do that a few times, over and over and over with everything, and eventually you just do shit the right way all the time. Ideally. Ideally. Or you do it the wrong way every time. Yeah. I mean, well, shit, you gotta, you gotta learn quick. Nobody said, nobody said it's a fucking overnight process. Something one of my teachers told me, I think it was like sixth grade or something, was she really, hates, she really hated the phrase that practice makes perfect. Practice makes permanence. Practice makes permanence. Oh, you use that too? Oh, yeah. Bro, I did not know that. I use it all the time. Those are like yeah. key phrases that literally if you are developed you pull that shit out of your ass iron sharpens iron mm -hmm. do this shit all fucking day like dude like shit is the what is it the extra miles uh, never crowded and nobody ever drowned in their own sweat like personal development gives you just shit to reference to where it's like man I don't remember half the shit I fucking I uh, come into contact to with like content wise but if I read something on like a personal development level the shit sticks like it's an analogy usually yeah. nine times out of ten it's something yeah. that you can apply to your existence that makes you go Damn, man, I'm about to go fucking get some shit done. Or like, right. you know, whatever whatever you want to fulfill you. And because we have so much information. It's not hard. It's not hard to be developed. No. The fact that people aren't is questionable. Yeah. Like you look around like, bro. It's, it's scary. It's you scary. You want this thousand dollar phone, are. but you are not gonna do shit with it, man. Like that's a, that's right. the worst part about everything. It's like I wish I could convince you of something else, but you're going to want what you want because materialism is a completely like it's whack. It's it's really it's fucking. It's, so it's not the it's so the funny. disease of more is fucking. That's why I always refuse to get an iPhone. 
Oh, don't. I mean, <laughs> don't let that be the reason because there's an iPhone that's cheaper than your phone. So, like, you know, like, it's everybody has their, their phone, everybody has their shit, their purpose. It really all doesn't matter because if phones are like phones life. Are- yeah. Phones are all fucking the same. Like they, they really do the same shit, just some of them are more protected. iPhones. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I like that analogy. <laughs> Mark's got an Android, just like me. That's right, the other yep. side. Yep. We just out here living in the streets of the Bend. Get shit from it all the time that all of, of my other friends group What do you think of growing up in South Bend? Um... I hated it until I left it. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> like, you grow up in South Bend and you think it's like this tiny little town. Mm-hmm. Then you go to a place that's actually like has 500 people. You're like, I didn't think these places actually existed. <laughs> it smells like armpit here. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that smell anywhere. <laughs> cocoa butter. Well, no, not cocoa butter and aggression. It'd be like... Not, not in some of the places in the South. Mark, what do white people smell like? I don't know. Caucasian people. I don't, I don't, it's fucking white people, I guess. I don't know. L'Oreal, don't really, strawberry. Mostly, probably mostly B.O. for a lot of people. Like butter. Really? Probably butter. Do you, I mean, I'm a very, like, smell-oriented person. I'm not. Everybody has, everybody has a very distinct smell. A I'm lot very, of people, based off of what they eat. I'm very sight-oriented, I think. Honestly, I would, I definitely say, I think my senses are real, are real, real high. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, sight, reading-wise, like, it'd be, it's pretty, I like, if I read something or write something, usually it gets pretty eidetic. I can reference back pretty easily to mm-hmm. even, like, stuff when I was really young. But, yeah, no, smell, smell is a very distinct one for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, what do white people smell like? I think we just... <laughs> I know, I know, like... Wrestling and stuff, and this is like such a fucking weird thing to even like talk about. Um, but like wrestling and stuff, like my, like I would always wrestle with Vince, and Vince always had a distinct smell. Vince is African American. I, I don't know, like he no, he knows his actual shit, like his reference, like he's done like Twenty Three and Me, so he's like reference back, or at least his parents have told him something along those lines. He mm-hmm. might be like Haitian or something like that. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Haitian people in this area too, um, or at least Haitian, like distant. Yeah. But you know, he had a distinct smell. And, like, as far as, like, wrestling goes, like, you have to wrestle with people every single day in a hot-ass room. Like, you want to choose your wrestling partner very, very well. <laughs> Vince was my wrestling partner for life. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I, like, it, it, I don't know. It just smelled like cocoa butter. Like, honestly, you smell like cocoa butter in his hair product. That's about it. I don't know. I swam, so. My but then me? Good. Me? No, bro. I'm mixed. Shit was nasty. I did not like the smell of me. It was fucking rough. I don't know. It was this weird hybrid ass smell. I always had to really like. I used to shower way too much, like way way too much because of it. I was really freaked out. I don't know. I don't yeah, like I, smells that much. During swimming, I pretty much just smelled like chlorine all the time. Damn. <laughs> like, and you never were really that close to people, that much. Even if you were, they just smelled like chlorine. You know. They should see it. Just yeah. chlorine, like. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Even like, even just like smelly people, like you know, because you always got a smelly friend, a smelly version of each friend. No, no yeah. difference between everybody. Like, the the black friend that I had, well, no, the mixed friend that I had. He was he was mixed. I'm pretty sure. He was, he was real light skin, bro. 
he smelled so bad, and I never... I used to wrestle him, and I would get so fucking mad in the middle of the match. I would, like, just go... just oh! Like, you ever just get that mad? Like, it, yeah, dude, I was done fucking around, dude. There was times where I would I'd drop his ass because of that shit. Not, like... It just fucking... It was like, man, please fucking, like... Cleanliness. Cleanliness kind of drives me a little crazy. Sometimes. Yeah, like, dude, shower. yeah. Like, I know. Like, you bounce out of here. Everybody fucking showers, like, in high school. I don't know if people are still even doing that, but, like, everybody showers there before they roll out. They have to because of ringworm. And it's yeah. like, bro, you, I don't know how you're bouncing out so fast every time. I think they stopped requiring it like that. I think they just kind of kind of rolled it. But it's like, how do you keep up with that or, like, kids not fucking cleaning their clothes? But, yeah. I know. I was... I was nasty motherfucker when I was in high school. So what'd you smell like? <laughs> no, like I just like... Didn't I'm trying to think of the inside smell of your car. That's a good determiner. <laughs> oh gosh, that was so I don't bad. think that, that... Car smells are different. Man. Car smells was a mixture of candy products and fucking nicotine, tobacco. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Maybe a little leather, depending on. I mean, if you got. You no, know, it was a Ford Taurus, man. Oh, you're talking about your car. Oh, shit, yeah. No, that shit. Candy and fucking cigarettes? Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck is it? I smell like sex and candy. <laughs> uh, Not in that car. <laughs> if the Taurus was a rockin'. That car was a little. It was a little get down. It was definitely. The CRV was a motherfucker though. That shit. The <laughs> yeah. CRV was a cold Hero. motherfucker. That's a bad motherfucker. That's why I got another Honda. If anybody can think of what white people smell like, please uh, post that. Send that inbox that. Please don't post that. Actually, that's a poor thing to post. <laughs> inbox that. Just for general reference, we'll we'll come back to it in a secret place or not a secret safe place. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Going to school in South Bend was very interesting. It is very interesting. Watching. I, I, I do, think I do enjoy what I enjoyed about South Bend. Looking back on it, is the diversity that I was, the huge amount of diversity that I was exposed to. Yeah. Especially at Washington. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like white people were the minority there. Mm-hmm. So you had to you had to get along with pretty much every race. It was always crazy. I would meet those kids in my classes. They were like, oh, I went to Holy Family. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here, bro? Right. <laughs> like, okay. Go ahead. But they, I mean, they, I'm like, people like Kish. Kish is like a good example where it's like, man, that dude, like, what are you doing here? Like, he you no know, business yeah. There. But he did great things. And he, he, he was always a phenomenal person to always be around. And he was always down to do some bullshit with me when we were real young. No specific stories. But like, you know, like he was just, I don't know, he was very simple, but he never stopped smiling. It's like, it's like, all right, go ahead, man. <laughs> just go ahead, just hang out. Like, I took you to a party and you just, yeah, just, just ducking around, just having a fun time. The South Bend schools will definitely do that to you. And then there's also people like Connor, <laughs> the guy. Football lineman. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, kind of, for sure. Oh, yeah, no. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was uh, when I was starting. He used to give me rides every day. That dude was real cool about it. And it's funny, it's like my family, my uncle is good friends with his brother. So, like, ultimately, it just mm-hmm. right down the line, we were friends. It was, I mean, we used to kick it all the time. But it, he, is, he was definitely a very, like, OG person. Just, like, kept it, I don't know, just, like, kept it real. Just, you knew, you knew if, some, if an opportunity was given for him to act out. 
Yeah, motherfucker could act out. Like you definitely, but it, like outside of that, you just you just had a very smooth operating operating uh, touch. You know, yeah. just just watching. He's probably honestly just watching a lot more than other people, just being aware. Mm-hmm. I think you have a kid now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do. Yeah, everybody except for you. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Shab Attack. I'm the weird exception here. Have we chosen a reference name for you so I can so I can do this the right way? Mm, I don't know. Discreet. A lot of people know my my nicknames. My college nickname. Mm. Mm. That guy. That, that guy. Boy. That guy. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. So that guy. <laughs> well I guess. I said shit. Fuck. You just gotta remember the the date. This was all recorded live in studio. <laughs> the studio of the dining room. Living you don't room. have to tell them. You don't have to tell them where it's at. <laughs> you can just let them know that it's in the studio. <laughs> the acoustics are great here. We make. He said. He said. It's because it, it's comfortable. It's not Tony totally from the toilet. It's Tony totally from the couch. <laughs> Extra comfortable. <laughs> I remember listening to you guys' first one. That was hilarious. Oh, it was a great time. <laughs> Tony from the toilet. We had a wonderful... Tony from the toilet! <laughs> I'm still not convinced that we shouldn't create merchandise. And I talked to Pryor about it. He gave me some interesting ideas, for sure. I don't know. But we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll definitely talk. Because I do have to fucking get some shirts going so we can get our merchandising right. How's it been going? Mm. You got a decent audience? Uh, no. No? No. It's all right. Yeah. All these things you have to work. Yeah. You have to do everything for free before you do it for anything. Yeah. It's not a problem because there's multiple, like, the ultimate gain is, like, this is, like, I believe in experiential learning just based off of, like, bro, if I do something, like, I build a business plan for a business and never get started, cool. I built a fucking business plan. Mm-hmm. I practiced, you know? Like, there's not really a lot of things that I can waste my energy on. So if we do things like this, like, you know, if we're... We're busting out podcasts. I believe it's a it's a good engine for just being able to be productive. Yeah. Because then at least I'm practicing editing. I'm putting in work and making things better. And ultimately, as we progress, we get better people in. We have whoever. Shit, we had some really good interviews, like or interviews, podcasts, of the very first season where we had some people that were really fucking smart. We had some dumb people. We had some dumb people for sure. <laughs> But we had some fucking smart ass people. Like there was some, it was decent. Really figuring out the ins and outs. That's I mean, that's how you perfect the process on anything. Mm-hmm. No matter what, if you do it for what you want to do it for anyway, you're still in the right place. But yeah, you know, big. Hopefully, a big enough audience to figure out what Caucasian people smell like. <laughs> the world may never know. Ooh, if we just smell like. What do you guys eat a lot of? Mayonnaise? <laughs> I used to not eat mayonnaise until I was in Europe. Like, I used to hate mayonnaise. Mm. I'm not, I, bro, I, I don't mind mayonnaise, but, like, very light amounts, like, only because of BLTs. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm, and, and, like, some sandwiches, if it's in there, I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, bro. Well, it's like a mayo. First time I visited Belgium, I was with, uh, Just whipped eggs. <laughs> like, yeah. just, just egg whites. That's oh. it. But it's still, the European mayonnaise is so good. Like, to get a good home, get a good home. <laughs> it has to be because yeah, and a lot of things are like that too. Yeah, yeah. You go over there and it's like, man, 
you get some food over there too, like a Burger King or something. It's like this menu's kind of good. You take a you take a five minutes <laughs> to just like hold on, let me get this shit right real quick. <laughs> this ain't the there same. Was, there was a. Uh, Can I get a beer here? Yeah. <laughs> There was a there was a McDonald's right next to the um, Rome train station that I always went to, like right right before I was leaving, because mm-hmm. of course I would have a rough night, so I would go <laughs> go to the McDonald's. No shocker. <laughs> go to the McDonald's and then order myself like a sandwich meal and a beer. <laughs> that was that was my hair of the dog right there. I hate that fucking, I don't know why I don't like it. The hair of the dog just, ugh, it just makes me think of a rough ass fucking night. That's all I can ever think about. It's like how I feel, and I'm like, no, a beer cannot help. Oh, fuck. And then I drink a beer, and I'm like, oh, I fucking did. And that's like, people fucking drink uh, Bloody Marys, man. That shit, I drank one of those in Vegas one time, and I was tripping. But I know that shit was too spicy. I was like, maybe it was because it was just like some pre mixed shit. I was tripping balls. <laughs> like, I was just looking at that shit, and I was like, Mm. I drank all of it. I went down to the very bottom, and then it got super, super spicy. And mm. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm out, dude. This shit is this shit is rough. This is make my throat hurt." I love me a good Bloody Mary. Man, oh, I like. Man. I mean, the concept is tight. Like bacon, yeah. Fucking. What else is it? A fucking celery. Sure. Celery, like you have a pickle spear in there. <laughs> you can literally have just throw it in the trash can. Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> what did Joe Tribbiati say in friends? He was like, "Meat, yeah." Was it jam? Or he's like, jam? Good. That's what it was. Meat? Good. Jam? Good. He's just like talking about the whole fucking, about the whole list. Did you make a fucking, what was it like? What kind of pie? It was like a, something like a nine layer cake or something. The pages stuck together. So instead of making like, some, instead of making it the correct way, she just fucking put like meat and all this other shit into it. Like mayo, like all the fucking part of its cake. Like it was all fucked up. When I was in, um, she was good. When I was in San Antonio one night, or one day, there was this one bar that was having a brunch. It was like a smoked brunch. Fucking went in there, ordered a ordered a Bloody Mary, and it was like a $9 Bloody Mary, and I was just like, holy fuck. They ended up, they ended up, it was like having like banana peppers, pickles, uh, there was a piece of brisket. Like Damn! A nice hunk of brisket just sitting right on top of the ice. It's almost a meal. Like yeah. It's a, it's yeah, a slight it appetite. It's a meal at a fancy restaurant. <laughs> Obviously, you have like the tomato juice, the vodka, and everything. You know me. Like I was never a vodka drinker. Mm. I'll fuck with some like Tito's. Tito's for it's pretty. It's pretty decent for sure. Um, it's the most interesting thing you've ever drank. Most or Betty, a most interesting person you've ever drank with. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, I'll give you some time. I can, I can definitely think of a couple interesting people I've drank with. I drank with a brother once, a brother mm. of Holy Cross, and I that know. was he. Had, he, we were out in Vegas, and we were, we got layover, uh, layover. So we, they paid for our hotel and all that stuff. And uh, he came back, and he had a hundred fifty dollar bottle of wine that his like sister had given him. So like, of course he would. Yeah. He's a brother. Yeah. So nobody, like, I, he was like, David, come to my room. And I came to his room, and uh, there's a bunch of people in there. None of them drank. I think, I think there, was tri- uh, there was, like, two of triplets, maybe one of triplet, one of a triplet there. Mm-hmm. And they're just hanging out, drinking and stuff, having a good time. 
and we got drunk. Well, I got drunk. I don't. I can't say. I can't speak for anybody else. But I got real drunk. I'm pretty sure I was probably slamming that bottle though too, because it's like I'd already been drinking too, and I was in college, so it's like, all right, yeah, fuck it. How much is this bottle? One fifty. Tastes like. 20 bucks, like, bro, I don't fucking know the difference. Smash this shit. And then we went down, and I was smoking cigarettes. The guy was just smoking cigarettes. He was like, may I have one? So, yeah. We just, fucking, we just had a real-ass conversation. I was kind of drunk, and I wish I, I wish I was more developed at the time to ask pertinent questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody that you have an intimate conversation with, and you've been waiting to have an intimate conversation with, you have an opportunity to ask them real questions that... You know, you just really want that. Per- I had an opportunity to gain perspective, and I missed having the right questions to gain that perspective. Yeah. You know, like what I truly desire now, a little bit older, I'm just like, oh, I wish I had asked this shit. Because it's just a, per- it's a perspective I don't get to hear from. Yeah. You know, like you don't get those authentic conversations with a person like that. And I asked dumb shit. And at one point, he was like, he was like I don't know how you do it. I was like, what? He was like, part of my friends but these bitches are fucking hot, man. And I was just like, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I think I had a girlfriend. I was like, I, I did have a girlfriend. I was like, I have a girlfriend. You know? But I was like, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck I said, honestly. Probably a bunch of dumb shit. I probably fucked it all up. Not in like his perspective. He still likes me, but like, yeah, he read my papers. So at least he knows that there's something going on in my brain. Yeah. Just exactly. at that at that point, I was like, man, I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> Been watching the Woodies. Fucking Machine Gun Kelly had won an award at the Woodies. Flash forward six to seven years, and Machine Gun Kelly just played uh, Tommy Lee in The Dirt. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. yeah. I, I really seen the dirt. enjoy the movie. I first started watching it. Once again, tripping. And then uh, naturally. Most times I ever watch it, once again, tripping. And uh, it's definitely, it's just interesting. I hate the scenes where they do heroin. Like, that always will tear me apart. Like, that, I can't, it's hard to watch. Like, it's really, really hard to watch heroin. It scares me. Like, mm-hmm. any movie with that shit in it. But, well, overall. A lot of personal experience with, like, your family, right? No, 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 no. Nobody in my family, no. That's the crazy thing is, like, <laughs> that's, that's just, it's just on this, well, not my direct family, but like a particular person in my family has issues. But I, I fucking, it's been a long time since we've had that conversation. Yeah. Or like, you know, it's been a long time since we had any conversation, really. Like, at least 20 some years. Yeah. Like, I don't really worry about that as much as I used to. It used to be a huge thing to me. But now I just understand, like, th- certain things can take a very very quick turn on you and knowing and being able to establish lines like playing a safe bet is never a bad thing to do mm-hmm. and the the line of precaution i have is probably a lot higher or sorry higher yeah higher than a lot of people but up until that point i'm cool like you know yeah. like that's it that's really there's a place where i draw the line where i'm just like no oh shit and so much of it that especially because of what i'm doing whenever i'm watching that movie like i like, it is, it is painful for me to watch sober. It's painful for me to watch any other way because it just, I don't know, it just scares me. Like, the concept, the mm-hmm. just the how deviant and dark that particular thing can be for someone is something that's like, oh, that's my line of sacrifice. I am not willing to sacrifice for what I can, cons- like, come up with in my head. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking, like, there's lots of scary versions of every situation you could look at. Like, oh, if I'm smoking weed in the car, like, I'm going to get pulled over. 
that sacrifice, I'm at least prepared to, to a certain extent, the sacrifice that you would make, like, you know, like, go to jail, whatever, like, the sacrifice you would make by doing that particular drug is, like, almost a yeah. fucking, like, it, it can be a death sentence for a lot of people, and how... how that's, that's an immediate addiction right there. Yeah, dude. People have described it in so many ways that I, like, somebody said it was, like, being in the womb, and I was like, that. Sounds so fucking scary. Like, dude, I don't want... I don't know what that means. It sounds like it would be ideal, but I don't... Mm-mm. <laughs> that's a it's a hard pass, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, the particular movie, though, it was uh, it was shot by the Jeff Tremaine that did, um, that did Jackass, one of the Jackasses. And I really liked how they how they did it. The first like time I watched it, too, I was just like, oh, my mom loves Molly Crew. And then fucking... They're fucking eating people out on the fucking screen, like, doing coke and shit like that. It like, the first, like, five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And I was just like, I just looked back at the person, I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, I forgot my like, fucking party. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I forgot what this, like, I forgot what this really was. It was like, up until that point, I looked at, I just kind of was like, oh, Molly Crew, like, know who they are, all that other shit. Like, really never really put consideration to how diabolical of a situation that really was like just people and then they fucking like Ozzy Osbourne all these people there in fucking rock bands back then like the bigger rock bands like really would fucking push at some limits yeah I mean that was the 70s and 80s really like just pushing pushing all the limits that you possibly can and having the money to do it just yeah as much as you want just fuck shit up Mm mhm not a bad way. Still love them and shit like that. Like, there's some fucking crazy-ass things that, like, the car accident and all that other stuff. Like, I forgot about that until I watched that movie, and I was like, damn, that is true. Like, that really did happen. Like, all of those things truly did happen. And then you fucking see, uh... Oh, fuck, what's the lead singer's name again? Um... Oh, I think he's next. What's the... Oh, shit. Blonde dude. Can't remember his name off top. Vince... Vince Neil. Vince Neil, um, Vince Neil, big as shit now, dude. Like you see pictures of Vince Neil back then and Vince Neil now, it's like, bro, you got, you put, you packed on a little bit. Not to, not to say it's terribly bad. It's just like it, the, the years have not been kind. All this damn party and this shit. It's like you try to like imagine Vince Neil trying to pull the same shit he did back then now. And it's like, I bet you didn't get away with some shit. I bet you might get away with some shit now, but it ain't the same demographic. It ain't the same people. 20 year old would be like who <laughs> have you seen the dirt that's like that would suck ass like yeah oh you don't know Molly Crew have you seen the dirt oh <laughs> that, that was me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah time is uncon yeah, I think the most interesting person that I drank with was an IRA member when I was in Ireland Just randomly Saw like three Americans just chilling at a small pub in Galway. It was just like fucking love Galway. <laughs> Never went. Saw lots of pictures while I was in Ireland. Never fucking went. Yeah, then he just came over and he's speaking in a really heavy Irish accent. He's like trying to talk to us and he's like, "Do you do you have a phone? Do you have a phone?" So I was like, well, "This is sketchy as fuck." But you know what? Yeah, sure. So I gave him my phone and he Googled his name. This guy. <coughs> was arrested in, I think it was either Northern Ireland or actual England, for breaking into an arsenal and stealing all of, like, the English weaponry. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he was arrested again in America for breaking a bunch of shop windows. 
and then he was in a penitentiary in Pennsylvania. It turns out that my one buddy's uncle worked at that same penitentiary. Oh shit! So he like fucking loved us. Nice. He loved us. That's <laughs> like, good. For, for whatever reason, he loved us. So he was like, <laughs> yeah, buying us buying us people? Guinnesses and shit. That dude beat my ass. <laughs> what? They must be a lot nicer in jails there or something. Man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know some motherfuckers that'd be like, huh? Well, oh, they your people, huh? Got a message for them. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. At the end of it, we ended up we ended up talking to him for a couple hours. He's like, just went on and on about how he loved Americans and stuff like that. Probably, I think he loves he loves like our constitution because mm-hmm. he likes that we're free, quote unquote. Yeah. Um. And then. We ended up leaving at one point, and we went to another bar, and the youngest one out of the three of us, he, like, looked at us, and he was just like, what's the IRA? It's like, what? Do you not know anything? Like, <laughs> It's not the people that are going to audit you. <laughs> well, shit, do they have, is that the IRS there? Who the fuck would it be? I don't know if rules in Ireland. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, but, but we we don't need to know. We don't. Have, I mean, I mean, we could, we could, we could. But we're not I'm not about to go down that rabbit hole, though. No, no, for real. <laughs> but yeah, so that's funny. You didn't know what the IRA was. That's fucking crazy too. It's just like, oh yeah, dude. There's kids these days that don't even know of like these huge terrorist organizations. Mm-hmm. Where the terrorists are free to fight. I explained to somebody what Forrest Gump at. was not too long ago. What? You know how fun that is? I'm going to fucking explain what Forrest Gump is to somebody. I was delighted. I literally, I felt like I just fucking tickled, like, you know, did the little finger tickle in the air, like, ooh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> delightful. <laughs> I was like, so it's this guy, he's kind of slow, uh, used to, when he was little, have, like, crutches on his legs, fucking, like, straight, just not even crutches, uh, fucking, like, there were braces. braces on his legs, couldn't really walk straight. I think, it, I think it was cerebral palsy. Then he ended up, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, if that was the fuck, if I had that information, or, you know, like, <laughs> that fucking really makes the story dynamic. Like, if you could specifically just, like, give what it is, they'd be like, damn, son. He has cerebral palsy. Yep, and then he was a fucking D1, like, running back. <laughs> <laughs> then he became a multi-billionaire. Like, just the progress of it. Oh, fuck, I forgot. He served our country in Vietnam. Like, oh, yeah. dude, yeah. So got a, Vietnam got a medal of honor. Yeah, that's president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ran across a, the fucking United States. <laughs> Just because he felt like running. Bob did it all. You know. What a good life. What a good life. He was the one that and gave the idea for the smiley face. Had sex with somebody that had AIDS, potentially. Maybe before, maybe after. You never know. You never know. And survived. You know, like, didn't get AIDS. Didn't contract. I hope that they got him tested if that was the... <laughs> like, they didn't show that cut scene. It might be in the deleted scene. It's like, no, seriously, Forrest, you should... Like, let's go to the doctor. <laughs> But yeah, overall, like, you know, interesting life. I explained it to this person, and they're like, okay, I'll watch it. And I was like, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's a great movie. It is. I think it's always funny when people are like, I hate Forrest Gump. And I'd be like, damn. It's like in This Is The End, you must hate universally loved things. Like, yeah, you're a hipster. <laughs> I hate hipsters. I did have somebody that straight lied to my fucking face. It was like, uh, 
they did, they hit me with one of them. I was like, oh, you like uh, Tim Burton? And he was like, no, I fucking hate Tim Burton. And I was like, really? You don't like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? And they were like, no. And I was like, you don't like uh, you don't like Edward Scissorhands? He was like, no, I fucking hate that movie. And I was like, that's crazy. You I don't fucking, like what's the one barbershop movie? Oh, musical? fucking Sweeney Todd. Sweeney yeah, Todd. I didn't even throw that one in there. I I stopped at those two. Gave it a couple of minutes where I was just kind of like doing my thing. And I turned back and I was like, man, y'all remember Batman? Talking to the group, same group. And I just addressed to this person. I was like, I was like you, you remember like, which Batman was one of your favorites? I was like, I really like the one with Michael Keaton. He was like, yeah. He was like, oh, I fucking love that movie. It was so fucking crazy how he did it. I, like, it was so crazy. The movie is like this and that. And talking about the movie. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, man. It's a fucking Tim Burton film, bro. I'm like, dude, what are you fucking talking about? I didn't say it because I was at work, but I really just wanted to go off with this person and be like, oh, that's fucking Tim Burton. <laughs> I did tell I'm pretty sure I did tell him it was Tim Burton. But the irony is like, man, that happened multiple times. I found out this dude is just fucking lying. Like, and I was like manufacturing lies for this person, which is interesting <laughs> because it's like mid-conversation. I'm just like, this is entertaining. Let's create something, and I'll start telling a story, and that story will go in this direction, and I'll ask, like, you know, get an opinion, and then just find a way to work back around to fucking cross them back over those lines, and that's really about it, man. It's fucking silly. It's a really interesting thought experiment to do. What? like, chronic liars. Yeah. Just, like... I had the opportunity, and it was interesting but annoying, because now it's just like, well, now in my normal time, I don't really want you to fuck with me. Just kind of leave me alone. Yeah. But it is what it is. I wish the best to everybody. Stop fucking lying, though. That's fucking... That's weird. That's like something... You don't get anything out of it. You develop out of. Normally. Normally. I can't imagine somebody being extremely successful being a consistent liar. Let alone pathological. Yeah, you don't... You don't develop any trust. And trust is... So So important. Now... If a pathological liar or like somebody like that is more of a manipulator, I think that 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 is where manipulation is a very like crazy thing. Like, there's people that are con artists in the world, and it's mm-hmm. so fucking wild. Like, people really do just like con people and like, yeah, no, this is what I do for a living. You know that I work from home, blah blah blah, and this and that, and like they just really just like take your shit and flip it. Like, the people that are fucking lying to people, fucking like living with them, dating them, shit like that, like. Just telling them like, oh no no, I do, I work from home. I'm just posting up, fucking scheming. <laughs> it's yeah. just like that's what they do. There's so many fucking different cons too. Like somebody, uh, somebody was they created a, a job and they had a full interview, all this other shit. Have you send your information? Like it seems so legit. They have you send in your information, and it's supposed to be an online job, like 40k to work from home. Right when COVID popped off motherfuckers were having people send them their bank information so that they could set up direct deposit after the interview, after everything. Hey, you passed background. Motherfuckers would, and they would take their fucking money. And that was the fucking scheme. That's awful. Dude, yeah. It is awful. It's also fucking very creative. And, like, what a fucking setup. Mm -hmm. What a fucking setup. The time... Fucking all terrible. All very terrible things. But these are very also like it's like fucking Voldemort. You gotta look at it in the general concept of like ingenuity if you took that to time to apply it to something business related in a fucking clean business, you'd be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But people grow up with just that. Like, you know, like all they know is like, well shit, 
I don't want to work. Everybody says that. I don't want to work and without the correct accountability to your life. Yeah, I don't want to work becomes a thing that you just fucking live with. Like, I don't want to work. So what do you do? You see what other people do that's not work. And it's like, well, fuck. That's money. And that still works. If somebody showed you arbitrage and showed you how to flip shit online, like, cool. But in order for somebody to get to that point versus going directly the direction that seems the easiest is really fucking hard from a young age up. Yeah. So, like, motherfuckers is getting up early as shit. Fucking just coming up with scams, dude. Like, calling, waiting for a little old lady to pick up and be like, ma'am, I need your social right now. People get dead people's socials. Yeah. Get dead people's socials to run their credit to try to fucking flip cell phones. That is shit, that shit, that shit alone. I was like, where the fuck y'all getting dead people's socials from? People have offered money, offered me money and shit before, like, in the past, just like, give me a fucking stack. Be fucking just so be a gang of folks, just like, nah, bro, like, I, I fucking work a commission job. I'm not doing that. Like, that's, it's very silly, but like, some people will go. Some people will fucking, there's been some, fraud is wild, man. I don't know how people are, I do know how people are getting away with it. But I don't know how people are really surviving feeling safe. You know, like, how do you go home and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to get fucking busted by the cops. Like, that's scary as shit to me. I can't fucking deal with that. You have to become really inundated with, like, being on edge. And I don't need that shit in my life. I don't ever need to be that fucking, I need to feel safe. Thanks. How do you feel about fraud, Tony? <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no, babe. Um since we're on the podcast, it's not right. It's, it's not right. <laughs> since since we're on the podcast. It is, <laughs> it's just a pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah. It's it too is. much work. I've actually um, I've seen it go down far worse for a lot of people. At least, you know, being in no. cell phones, but in general fraud like it, if it happens to you it's terrible like I guess like it's happened with my bank cards oh it happens all the fucking time yeah all mm-hmm. the time but I mean there's all types of. I don't fraud, understand of how it happens so often but like frauds and cell phones three dude, to four months there's a lot I can say about that but <laughs> I've seen it it's, it's only happened to me but it wasn't terrible um, but I've seen people get so much money taken to where they're like, you know, I'm just going to leave my job and find something else because they were like, I mean, it depends on the company, but you're going to have to pay that all back. Like, especially the company I work for now, like, they don't play. Oh, you're talking about sell- oh, people selling, yeah. like, doing cell fraud phones. within cell phones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that shit's fucking terrible. No, yeah, don't even, do that even shit. Even if it's not, even there's, if it's There's not. too much value for you as an individual because it's a part of, yeah. like, your, your structure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you should know if you know if it's fraud. Like, there's things that come into play for you to know. Oh, yeah. And everyone's, everyone's done. It's crazy how you nice. could look at, like, you could look at any invoice. If you if someone really knows their business, every number has a fucking story to it. So you could see, if you know metrics, and if you can just look at the inner, like, the inner analytics. Not just, like, boxes, blah, 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 but, like, specifics about each in- invoice. You know, just really down to the nitty-gritty and looking at, like, what people are doing on each one, you know, right away. There's ways to look up everything. So ultimately, you know if it's fucking if five phones are sold with no numbers switching over. 
shit might be fraud. Like it's their high end phones. Like and people are asking. The crazy thing is like, if you get somebody new, they might not know that, and people might not train on that. And it's the craziest shit. And it could be their social they're running, but a lot of times it's not. Like it might be a homeless dude. It might be just a random person. Like be anybody. Mm-hmm. Homeless people have come in. With the person. They're, people are bold. They will walk in with a homeless person and be like, yeah, it's my friend. He wants to see if he can get five iPhones. And be like, why isn't your friend talking? Like, dude, what, 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 what's going on over here, man? It's like, it's just social. Why hasn't he said anything? What phone do you want? It used to piss me off. Because <laughs> anytime, it, it used to piss That's, me off. That, that was always it. That was like the obvious. It's like the person not talking is like, yeah, it's all in my name. And it's like, so what phone, are you, what phone do you want? Well, I don't need one. I got one already. So we're about to get four in your name? Like, this exactly happened before. That's oh, yeah. People, people out here just fucking shit. Sure There's all kinds of different crimes, all the level, all the way up, all the way down. Some are petty. Some are fucking pretty belligerent. I, I mean, we don't have a huge amount. We don't hear about robberies out here that much. I've seen videos of people getting robbed. I have, too. Cell phones. Like, people I know, it's crazy. Getting their ass beat. Dude, <laughs> this lady, literally, like, he had a gun. They had two people who came in, had two guns pointed, and there was, like, what, two people? Yeah, it was two people closing. Um, the older lady helped the guy back and forth grab all the phones, put everything in, and then she's trying to, like, he's trying to take her cell phone, and she's like, no, but they have the gun. Oh, it was weird. It was intense. It was super intense. Like you see them pointing, but she didn't even care. She was just like, "You're not taking my cell phone." Like she was holding back. Not my damn. So the person she wasn't a part of the robbery. No. So this older lady, two employees. The oldest (coughs) one, the 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 kid did everything. He just stood there. (laughs) She said no. Handed the money. The other one went back. She rose and parked her ass right there. Was like, nah, I ain't doing it. I they left. It. They left her alone. They just like, cause they one took too much time. Like they took forever. They should have just been in and out. I'm like fuck, she don't want her cell phone. Fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. But that they were. What you gonna do it? That's gonna. I would be like, there's a device tracking it took on too it. Long. <laughs> would you go? No, you they knew about password? that too. They knew yeah. about that. He's just like, yo, take the tracking phone out. No, no, I'm telling them if I would, if you asked me for my phone during a robbery, I would just be all the way funky. But you would be like, there's device tracking on it. Do you want me to put my password in? Because it takes a second to get in there. Like, dude, like, time is of the essence. Let's be reasonable. But if you straight tell them no, now you might make them make a decision. Like, never, I, never say no. I don't know if I would have thought of that at the time, no. but for general reference, if that shit ever happens to me, hey, listen, there's tracking on it. If, somebody, if somebody's robbing me, they're like, let me get your cell phone. Hey, there's tracking on that shit. Yeah. All right. I mean, if I'm getting robbed at gunpoint, really, I mean... It's probably in a sca- you know, dark place. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. If it's in broad daylight, somebody's worried about time. <laughs> I'm just saying you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong if you're worried about time trying to oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, you guys get it. Fucking tact is tact. I really can say whatever you want. <laughs> oh man. It's fucked up. Sometimes I think that way on accident. And I'm like, oh shit, take that back. I was say some like dark ass shit, like I was telling you about, like back at the fucking Western times. It was like, man, you fucking, you have the Grand Canyon right here, man. 
anybody could fucking disappear. Like, that's just fucking crazy. And I'm sure it's really hard to fucking figure out who did it. Mm-hmm. Because who the fuck has time to get down in that canyon? Like, yeah. I've, I've hiked up and down that Grand Canyon. Like, I did that shit one time. Miserable. I ain't doing that shit. Not with carrying a person. Hell no. Nah. Right. Like, that shit's fucking dumb. With that said, I accidentally think very criminally all the time. And I'm like, damn, that's my that's that, that's that one part of my family, dude. Like, every fucking time, I'm just like, shit, motherfucker, keep that shit in check. I fucking hate doing that shit. But that's also, like, just the, the angling and fucking leveraging and looking at shit and being like, mm, I don't want to do it that way. I'll find a more positive way to do it. <laughs> but I could. But I could. Like, it's a well, that's, fucking... That's why, that's why you're so successful in business. <laughs> it's a fucking come up. Like, you did... That's what you... Like, you... If you really... If you really just want to be consistent on that level, like, I think that be, like, great to the extent that you want to. You just have to... You have to kind of... That's why I watch anime, man. A lot of characters that are just trying to be really good or just, like, fight just to fucking... Just to fight the strongest or some shit. I'm just like, yeah, now I can relate to that. This is why I can do it just because I want to do it the right way. Like, the more effective way. Positive way. Yeah. And not fucking lose sleep over shit. Yeah. I already lose enough sleep. I don't need to lose anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to take a break on that. <laughs>